Yes, yes, everybody. Welcome in to episode 158 of the Dunmarks Podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch back at it again. Breaking down everything that was the week in pro wrestling. Giving you our Mount Rushmore's jabronis of the week. Got a little special pay-per-view prediction edition on the show today with Bound for Glory, hence the title of the show. Gentlemen, how we living, how we feeling? Tired. Shitty. I see that. It's, I feel. I feel the animosity coming through the screen right now. What's, what's going on? There, it was a week. That it was. I. Yeah. Um, before we get into anything, I'm. I'm going to personally apologize to my co-host on this show. Okay. Accountability. Accountability. Right. All those me specifically. Don't know. Okay. I got, I got accountability. <laughs> but no, you I. Have uh, a spotlight on you, Jason. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I. I fumbled. I fumbled the ball big time this week. Um, if this was, you know, Penn State, Ohio State, first play of the game, I fumbled. Defense picked up, scored. I'd be on the bench the rest of the game. So, I definitely fumbled with not realizing it was my week for certain segments of the show um (laughs) i did not get out the materials that i needed to get out for said week so i just wanted to come on here and personally apologize for letting my co-host down i gotta be accountable and and take the blame whenever stuff's my fault and this week's definitely on me so (laughs) i do apologize for that it, it's just setting up. Sense. It's just setting up Dunmark's war games. That's all it's setting up. <laughs> We're definitely booking the war games edition of the show. For sure. Have that. Uh, that that have, will lead me to bring in my my special reinforcer, and he's in the comments already. Talk one out there. Enjoy. Look at. You. Wait. What? Whoa. Nah, see, we can't put that. Can't put that. <laughs> I'm happy with the birthday that you're having right now. Um, that sounds like a hell of a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Blow out the candles. Just be careful because if you're in that position, you know, you got to make sure you blow the flames out in the correct direction or it could be bad news. So make sure you blow them out properly. But hey, happy well, birthday. <laughs> and that's what's, a question because I don't even know. <laughs> what's that pay per view that Vince like? Great balls of fire. <laughs> yeah, you blow it. Yeah, you blow the candles out the wrong way. <laughs> we live in that in real life. So yeah, I mean, I know. I just, I just wanted to come on and and, and apologize mm-hmm. for for my um my lack of. My lack of professionalism towards this professional wrestling podcast this week. So I do apologize for that. Okay. Have that Pierce all the showdown. That little yeah. face off me. With that being said, I'm not putting myself on Jabroni of the Week. So we're not going that far. I'll give you I'll give you an apology, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making myself Jabroni of the Week. The rest of us will. Yeah, that figured. Chris, Chris was a little hot in the group text messages. I'm like, man, I'm and then he gets on today that got the glasses on, hat backwards, and he was just like, Yeah, whatever. Okay. We're good. Oh. I, I, need al- I need alcohol right now. That's what I need. That's what should be in here. He said the group text was stern. No punctuation, no nothing. Speaking of alcohol, I, I, I drank I drank about a half a bottle of screwball whiskey last night. So I I'm uh and needless to say I woke up with no hangover, which was amazing. 
Um, so yeah, it was yeah. Well, it was definitely a week. Like <laughs> came home and immediately went to the four fingers. Taekwa, not those four fingers. We might just found our club of the week. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up? What do we got? What do we got? We got a good show today. We got we got a good show. Uh Bound for Glory. We'll get into to everything, breaking down impact wrestling's biggest show of the year. Um, very very good card laid out on paper. I think the pay-per-view will deliver overall. Um, but since we since we started off with my accountability and being a mush, Donald, what's your you got you got a jabroni of the week that's outside of pro wrestling. So what do we got this week? Yes, uh my jabroni of the week are uh video game developers that have to install video games that are one hundred gig or more. Like I don't have that time to be waiting to install stuff. It was like that the Spider-Man game came out yesterday. I had to wait an hour. Nah, give me the damn game. I want to play it right now. I don't want to sit down, converse with the family, you know, eat lunch, eat dinner. No, I'm a gamer. Put the shit in. Let's go. I was just there just waiting. Now, did you did you did you play while it's still downloading or did you wait till the whole thing finished? No, I waited the whole thing finished because you don't get Same the full here. game like that. Yeah, you don't get the full game because they stop you at a certain point. Because it's not all downloaded. So, yeah. Are you really going to be to that point, though, already? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I've yes. never done that, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen the bar load. I've seen like, like, the load bar going. I was I just, I just wrapped up in a cover. I'm like, going to the nap. <laughs> Ain't no way. I put so, that, so man, I put that Friday thing for you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I when the minutes that, came up, oh, man. I put that disc in. They said uh, 98.6 gig. I was like, oh. The screen's about to get worked. It was like you need 129 gig to 129 gigs uh to, for space. It. And it was like you might need more. And I was <laughs> I had like 46 left. I'm sitting there going through trying to delete stuff. Nah. Hope you got that external hard drive. That's a bit too damn much. Man, I was like, come <laughs> on. But I understand why, because the game is like, you know, really, really big game with the graphical detail and all the stuff that you could do, but nah. Like I need that PS2, <laughs> put the game in, let's start playing right now. Yeah, it make it makes them days of, the, of those discs spinning and waiting for the PlayStation logo to pop up way better, right? <laughs> like I would go back to that in a heartbeat. Yes, you know, but you don't get the loading time. That's the one thing. Limited yeah, games, <laughs> but I want to play now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually glad you brought this up. So this week, I you know we saw some some news that. Like Best Buy is getting rid of DVDs, but then it was also announced that Walmart's going to get rid of physical copies of games next year too. So mm-hmm. it's like they're just going to send people like just doing digital games. I mean, do you see more of that coming? Or oh yeah, the way that they're going, especially Microsoft is the the headliner of that. Would be straight digital. So it is going to come. It is coming. It it just means I order off of Amazon. To get my physical games if I have to. So if we get to that, I mean I don't know. I, I like I still see, even though it's failed, like Netflix has done it and Google's done it and Amazon's done it and it hasn't like taken off yet. <laughs> I still kind of see like the future of gaming being just like streaming at some point. If that's the way if this is all gonna go. Yeah, it'll be streaming I mean, and it'll be downloads. It'll be like that. It'll be like how Game Pass is right now. Yeah, but if I if I'm paying the stream like you're paying for Game Pass right now, right? Then 
I'm not I'm not paying additionally to buy games. Yeah. Like if you're charging me monthly subscription, I want like you want the games. I want yeah, right I want to go in and just play what I want to play. Yeah, this is not yeah, yeah. You're not having me play Roblox seven because I gotta pay for Madden twenty eight. Like nah. I wear glasses every I wear glasses every week. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. (laughs) It's in third grade. (laughs) (laughs) The other ones broke this week, so that's why these ones are (laughs) Yeah, but don't have me, you know, don't have me with with you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna tear it, like you know, I mean, okay, but at the same time, like uh, this isn't ESPN Plus where I'm paying for the subscription and I gotta go in and pay extra for the UFC pay per views. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that with gaming. I'll just yeah. flat out just will stop. Just playing. stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if we're going streaming, you're at their mercy where they take off whatever they want whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the other thing. So it's yes. like, all right, well, if I'm not done with the game yet, but you decide it's been on there long enough, like Tubi, this is when it's leaving this <laughs> yeah, week. Totally. <laughs> like, well, yeah, so what am I like, going to do? I can't right. go and get the game, like like the physical copy, because mm-hmm. they don't make the systems like that anymore. Like, we'll be making them mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so. So, that, so that's, that's actually an interesting one. So if, like, take, like, we'll take WWE, just for example, for the show. You know, every year they put out a new WWE 2K23 or whatever. Do you think that they should just put the latest version on, or do you want to see back catalog as well? Back catalog, because some oh, back catalog for yeah, sure. You got a back catalog though, yeah. Because like yeah. I don't know if maybe they would go like the AW route with you know the fight forever, where they're just going to update that game instead of releasing another one next year. You know, it will just be an update to that game, or that's now, the way that we will see games go. Now I wouldn't mind the back catalog if you're going to do it similar to like say, like how Disney Plus from time to time. Um, you know, don't make available like the, the specials, <laughs> like the original originals. Like for a certain time, you can watch the original Pinocchio, but it's not there all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like the original Bambi, you can go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, goes back in the vault. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it goes back in the vault. So if you're if, if you're gonna have me giving me some back catalog, but say like like say NHL '94 is only gonna be. It's a vaulted game, so you're only yeah. gonna be able to play that for a certain amount of time. Or, you know, game day '98 will be a certain amount of time. That I'm I'm okay if you're doing it. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Legacy with that, style with games, sort, yeah. Legacy games, you know, like if you're giving me the newest Super Mario Brothers, even though that's this is a bad example because it's Nintendo, but mm. um, you know what I mean? Like, all right, if you're gonna put the original one, two, and three up. Okay, and you want to pull them after a certain period of time because they're special, etc. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but, but we'll it see. will be fascinating to see how it how it all ends up. But I I will literally just stop gaming and play whatever I have. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yep, but that was my jabroni. Don't you really want to watch that time. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, now, why are you not playing Spider Man and getting your? Never mind. Why you, <laughs> you know what he's doing already. <laughs> why are you just not playing Spider Man? <laughs> I didn't want to finish that sentence. <laughs> All right. So, for the rest of us, do we? Do, 
Chris, Jason, you guys got your buddy from inside the world of pro wrestling this week? Yeah. I'll go first with my jabroni. Okay. Um, and it was it, it, it happened late yesterday. Uh, it's it's Tony Khan with these announcements. <laughs> what do you announce now? He announced like the biggest dream match ever for a collision match, and it's just Brian Danielson versus Andrade. Like, great, that's a good matchup, but yeah. that's not like that's not like a dream match of all dream matches. Like, you could get his booking style already. Yeah, like, come on, dude, this is what you're doing. You, this is how you announce matches every single week. Don't don't make it seem like you know you're bringing in Okada versus Takeshita on on Dynamite. Like, nah, you you out here booking Danielson and Andrade for a one off. I honestly thought it was going to be Mystico in a match. Just because they had him on Rampage, and I figured, well, man, thought he got a uh, Tribal Chief versus Omega. <laughs> Here's the rule: it, if they're on your active roster, it's no it's longer dream match. Yeah, because it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, WWE builds shit up as first time ever, not a dream match, which you is know? fine. So, then do like, it that way. Yeah. yeah, or the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> Well, that's bad. Don't wrestling each other. But yeah, man, like just, just stop, just stop, and then like it just, it just bled into. Because originally I had Dynamite as my jabroni of the week, not for the wrestling on Dynamite. The matches on Dynamite were great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all the matches, including the Diamond Ring Battle Royale, even though I knew the outcome of that just based on the story that they've been telling. Yeah. But I enjoyed all the in-ring action from Dynamite. The rest of the show, though? Nah. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible placement of segments. It was it was just... It was bad timing. It was cutting stuff short, running long. Just, just everything about Dynamite on Wednesday, besides the in-ring action, was just not for me. Like, if the wrestling wasn't as good as it was, and I'm surprised because whenever I saw the card for Dynamite, I'm like, well, no wonder why he's getting his ass kicked by NXT. Look at this lineup he's putting out there. This is, like, besides Omega and Fletcher, I'm like, I don't I don't care about the rest of this show. Like, but I was very impressed with all in-ring action this week on Dynamite. Yeah. And the, the ratings, quote-unquote, showed... <laughs> Fourth, based on what the numbers they brought in, back to normal. But ev- everything else on the show, just not 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 done to the level that you needed to be done to continue to grab people and have people return on a regular basis. This was probably the first Adam Cole uh, segment that I haven't enjoyed, and I'm glad that you know. Spoiler alert: If you didn't watch it, you know he finally left Roddy's house. It's just like, you know, this should have happened two weeks ago. You know, well, instead of dragging this out for a few weeks. Well, because you didn't cut the crust off the PB and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that I mean Ed the placement for Edge's sit down with Renee sucked all the energy out of the show the first hour. Like I get it. Like you, the third you, thing. We know it's a known story, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've watched them to their entire career so we know the story so you do have to lay some groundwork for people that maybe don't pay attention to that and just became fans of wrestling when aew started right 
So I'm okay with giving some story there, but yo, just the the boring Shakespeare monologue. Ask it's like yo, you literally put me to sleep. Wake me up when this shit's over. <laughs> and then the Nick Wayne, his mom, that like. Was- you want to talk about Hallmark Lifetime bad acting scenes? <laughs> they made Lifetime actors seem like Oscar winners. That was that terrible. Was that was bad. The only part of that, the only part of that, that that popped me that was tremendous was Christian coming in, putting his hand on his shoulder, <laughs> ready to come home, son. Like, yeah. And then going to his mom, you should have answered my DMs. Like that. <laughs> that was the only part of that that I like. Agree. So yeah. But not nah, Tony Khan with these announcements, bro. Just cut it out, cut it out. And then you're announcing Battle of the Belts. You just had Title Tuesday where you actually did title changes and Battle to Retain 17 is coming up where nobody's going to win a damn title belt. Yeah. Why are we still continuing to book this show? I hope it gets removed on the next. God uh, damn it! I said my blood pressure wasn't going to rise this early. I'm show today. Yet. <laughs> It's still real to you, huh? <laughs> no, it just, it, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It like, is there's no reason tonight's a three hour show just to have Battle of the Belt. For what? For no, for everybody for to the, retain. Yeah, for everybody yeah. to about. Mm-hmm. I like you. Do I really want to see Statlander and Willow wrestle for the TBS title? Absolutely. Do I want it to be on Battle of the Belts with no build and just an announcement? No. And they, what? At least if they would have done Battle of the Belts last week, you know, you could have justified, hey, we did Title Tuesday, we're doing Battle of the Belts, it's a title week. Instead of just doing Title yeah. Tuesday last week and then... Just take the damn belt. title for the show and move it over to the matchup with NXT. Yeah. And, and you want to hype up the shows like they were doing and going head-to-head, then take the Battle of the Belts, put it on there, hey, this is a special... Battle of the Belts, Title Tuesday. But, and then title we know the belts are going to change, but no, you don't want to put it up against NXT. You don't want to. <laughs> Not Battle of the Belts. <laughs> yeah, but at least whenever a title change stands, it would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. First, first title change on Battle of the Belts. But no, nah, you're doing it two weeks later. We know no, nobody's going to drop belts. Not this close to uh, full gear. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next because mine's kind of like based off the timing of the show as well. Uh, but it wasn't on Dynamite. I'm going to go on Raw. Um, <clears throat> Raw this week, you know, I'm going to beat a dead horse here. But as we're going into media rights deals, Raw this week showed me why it needs to go back to two hours instead of signing it back up for three. Um, <clears throat> they announced the main event was going to be up next at like 10, 20 something. Over 20 minutes later, the main event actually finally starts. It was entrance, commercial break, entrance filler, commercial break, finish entrance, then match started. Like, what do you, you got a line recap? In between <laughs> like, like, do we really need filler on three hours of Raw? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they stretched that out. That, yeah. that was one of the more egregious ones that they've done. They normally do that going into the main event, anyways. But this week, it felt like they like played that out extra yeah, long. They made a meal out of it this week. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just watching that. Kind of like I actually got excited for the main event because I was like, "Wow, they're actually going to give this time." 
Like this should actually be a decent main event if they're going to give it about a half hour. Taekwon, I'm not standing for this blasphemy on the show today. Okay, <laughs> we're not doing this. It's Bound for Glory Day, all right? You can hang on when we get to Bound for Glory. If you want to drop off, you got your Luigi Primo reference in, blah blah. Okay, <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> but we're not doing we're not doing this hate whenever we start talking about Bound for Glory. <laughs> Steve, acting like we can avoid that we can uh, afford to lose viewers here. <laughs> Where the hell's Pro at? I need him on this. I thought he would be here today for Impact Day. Pro's not even showing up. <laughs> But yeah, that time the the timing. Yo, if you're my issue with that is right. Depending on what you've done throughout the thread of the show to set up the main event, if it's not good enough, I got Monday Night Football going on third fourth quarter at that time. Like if you, you're gonna drag out thirty minutes of your show, I'm not even gonna watch the main event, which yeah. happened this week. I didn't watch the main event. What has WWE has done this in the past where they've kind of flipped the script and done like the show in reverse of giving you the main event first and then, you know, kind of tapering off, you know, for those people that do that, you know, during this time of year. It's like maybe that's the way they need to go back to. <laughs> or maybe invert it a little bit, like give you something to keep you, you know, if it tapers off a little bit in the middle, but then pick it back up at the end or something. It's Yeah, I've read about the title change the next day. Because I didn't go back to the show. Yeah. Same here. Speaking of media rights deals, do you find it curious that maybe not so much with WWE yet because, you know, they were going through the, the sale and the purchase. We already knew Fox wasn't going to re-up SmackDown. We just assumed that they're going to put it on USA. Um but I'm curious that no, the only company announcing TV rights deals is the NWA. They signed a deal with the CW. The CW. They didn't officially announce it yet, did they? No. Corgan himself didn't but officially it, come out. No. But this week, after we talked about it last week, um, you know, the top 20, but couldn't say what top 20, no. um, it, it broke. Spoiler alert, people do listen to the show because we talked about it. And then on Monday, the news broke. Oh, he signed with CW. You're welcome. Um, I wonder where yeah, the show, I, I wonder where that show is going to be in between Vampire Diaries and uh, Dawson Street. <laughs> you got NWA right there. Women of Wrestling, probably they'll probably pair it together. Gilmore Girls, you know, kind of like what like Brothers does. Women of Wrestling is getting better numbers than uh, <laughs> some, some other promotions. So if you're not watching that show, I suggest you guys tune into that because they put on a good product. And they, they just they restarted do. a couple weeks ago. So they it's do. like their new season yeah. just started if you need a fresh point to get in on. Yeah. I, I really it's like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's an hour show. It's a quick watch. It reminds mm-hmm. me of Lucha Underground as far mm-hmm. as like the setup and the formatting of yeah. it. You get in, you get out, an hour. The wrestling's good. Characters are being developed. You're learning. You're you're growing with people along the way. Like it, they do a really good job with what they and how they present the mm-hmm. product. Like there's there's a lot of bits and pieces that that the bigger promotions can take from how they run and do a show and how they book people and apply it to them to make their product better so on a week in week out basis. Because it's rare that I watch an episode of that show and go, man, that was why did I waste an hour? Like, yeah. 
Normally, I'm like, damn, the hour's up already? Mm-hmm. More wrestling shows need to go back to that. <clears throat> and that was the beauty of that Lucha Underground NXT era on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. It was an it was an hour yeah. NXT, an yeah. hour Lucha Underground. Both shows hit consistently. Yep. And, and afterwards, you were like, man, I wish I had more time. But they got you to tune back in next week because of how they did the show. Mm-hmm. In wrestling, sometimes less is more. You want people wanting more in wrestling. So you can, all these two and three hour shows, it's like no, like. But when you got the ad money that's coming in, like you, you yeah. see oh, why you have the two three hour shows. Yeah. No, Nick Nick Khan said it many times. He will make Raw four hours if they give him the money for it. He doesn't care about the product. He cares about the money for the show. Oh, oh yeah, he cares about the money. Yeah, so no, nah, that's a that's a that's a worthwhile jabroni um, with the way they played that out. Taquan not putting that one up either. <laughs> what is he? Yo, you're on your hey. birthday. Like, yeah. what is <laughs> he chose Holland for his birthday? Yeah, <laughs> man. All right, Jay, what do you got, jabroni? This week? I'm just on the the IWC. Um, just because I'm tired of the hard cam. Debates, um, yeah, like you're ridiculous. pulling back the veil. Yeah, that's getting ridiculous. and it's it's yeah. killing me for me. Like I'm tired of the hard cam for AEW, and then people trying to find stock footage from 2016 to put on <laughs> like it's current when you can see <laughs> John Cena don't wear purple anymore. Like what? <laughs> or the people that they take the pictures as they're one of the first ones in the building. The first ones in the I don't building. mind. I don't mind those ones. <laughs> You know, person like it's a, the whole thing empty. Like you're killing me with the whole. Because like with those, you get the joke. <laughs> yeah, that the the troll level there is just being a good troll at that point. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, here's my thing with the AEW because it's always AEW that they're pointing out, <clears throat> and we know AEW's numbers as far as live on a weekly basis are down. Although this week they made a late push. We saw what happened um, with the announcement of Mystico and then dropping ticket prices. And that's the other thing that people brought up on the internet this week, Jay. I'm glad you brought that up because that made me, because this was on my near my jabroni whenever I saw it. But people were bashing AEW. Oh, look at them running buy one, get one free and $20 tickets. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did you not remember getting the emails from WWE? Hey, buy one, get three. Like mm-hmm. last you year, not remember those days because mm-hmm. I clearly remember those days. They weren't that long ago. No, take well, advantage of the opportunity. Go, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or whatever oh, city they, you found or, a deal. yeah, or whatever city they were in, they was used to give them to the restaurants to pass out. Yeah, they did that. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like you guys are, you guys are just making it out to be like AEW's just, uh, you know. A nuclear disaster right now, and they got to drop ticket prices to sell out arenas. But anybody <laughs> does that. Hell, I remember going to Steeler games back in the day and scalping tickets and waiting till kickoff of the first quarter and then going up to Get the scalpers. Depth. Yo, what do you got? I got 15 bucks. You got 20. You got 20. I, I give you two for 20. You're going to eat these tickets if you don't get rid of them. So you might as well get <laughs> yeah, you might as well make something. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how we would go in the Steeler game. There would be a group of us 
and we there'd be like eight or ten of us, and we'd all hit up different scalpers. You can't do that nowadays because it's like the digital tickets and all that. Yeah, you, can't, you kids don't know about the the, the scalper game back in the day. But no, nah, you would, you would hit Steve. up. Yeah, we would hit up different different people around the arena where we knew they were going to be at. We wait till we wait till kickoff. And then give them another 10 minutes to make them sweat. Make sure, like, the, the last of the walking in crowd went in. And then we go up to them. How many you got left? You got four? All right, what do you want? And they come out with something ridiculous. Like, no, nah, bro, I got this. <laughs> you want to see my pocket. <laughs> yeah, quit pocket watching, Taekwon. <laughs> pocket watching, that's hate. You don't pocket watch. <laughs> Yeah, now they got the QR code down by the stadium for the scalpers. You scan the QR code and you get in touch with a scalper. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so that irked me this week whenever I saw that. Like, you guys, and it all came from the WWE stands. And it's like, yo, Mm -hmm. you you guys don't remember the the rough days that WWE had multiple times throughout Mm -hmm. their run? Always sunshine rainbows. (laughs) <laughs> but what were the AEW stands doing? The, you know, the first year AEW and WWE. Oh, I know. It was the same period. thing. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, it was the same well, thing. It's like you guys are ridiculous. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. That hard, the hard cam Photoshop shit got to stop. Wrestling cyclical. You just, you just gotta go with it. WWE will have their downturn again, and AEW will hopefully get back up again. You know, and... they all, all on the same boat. <laughs> Everybody's all on the same boat. Vince Russo down there. Mm-hmm. Vince owns <laughs> AEW. <laughs> They're all on the same boat. Been, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm talking wrestling fans. All the uh, wrestling fans are all on the same boat. So if one side is sinking. Guess what? The whole boat's going to sink. So and here, here's the so thing. Shut the if hell you, up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do get if if it does get to the situation where say like AEW does go away, like Nitro, like WCW did. Then you're going to get everybody complaining that WWE stinks and that it's horrible and why are they the only one around and we need an alternative and blah. blah. It's like, come on. Back to what it was. A bunch more startups and go through that process again. Yeah, Yeah. it will be. Like, we finally get something, you know, 22 years later and and it's the, the worst thing ever because people want to fly around with their flags waving in the wind like they're storming the castle it's like we had the internet with the monday night war but you know having this period right now in wrestling it's like the internet just ruins it and normally if you meet people out and about that are wrestling fans they tell you they watch everything like it's not the the you know what i mean like i know they say twitter's the the, people out there but but most of the people watch and enjoy Stuff from all these companies, they do, they do. Oh, and lastly, hold on before we get into Mount Rushmore's, um, the whole ROH, AEW, or separate brands bullshit, just throw that out the window because they're they're not, they're not. You might as well just rename the program to AEW ROH Dynamite and merge all the belts. Yeah, they. I mean, you're pushing people on all these shows. Like, there's no brands, but the only person that's not being pushed on all these shows is freaking Athena. And we'll yeah. touch Fair. on that later. Very true. So ROH is WWE ECW. <laughs> Bruh, it's, it's bad. Like they, 
they announced their next pay per view in this, you know, final battle in December, and it's like, yo, why yeah. are we like pairing it with collision? Yeah, why? What's the point? There was rumor going online, and I wish it would have actually came true that they were going to run Hammerstein Ballroom for final battle, you know, because of attendance issues and figure it's an ROH venue, you know, just like that would have been cool. I would have been glad to see that again. I may or may not have swapped a pair of Air Force Ones for tickets before Taekwon. May or may not have. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like I don't like them running it with collision. Like it, they could do better. See, it saves money, I guess. They already had the venue booked, but it just kills the vibe of the show. Yeah. We would switch around the ring skirts and change out the the canvas from collision to ROH, and I'm supposed to get excited. <laughs> that's supposed to do it to me. You're just gonna change a ring a ring skirt, and it's supposed to tickle my fancy. No, get the hell out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> All right, enough with the negatives. Oh, do they run the same the same um, stage? Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be the same stage. Probably yeah. will be for this one, yeah. yeah. They'll just put a banner up. Yeah. Well, they've been taping Ring of Honor with Collision anyways lately. <laughs> oh, so all he so, uses so, collisions. So it's been using, okay. Yeah, they haven't been doing the universal tapings like mm-hmm. they did before. But. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, they literally the last time I went live when they were in Pittsburgh, they they literally come out, they change the ring skirts, pull out the, the ring canvas, put a new one in, change the turnbuckles, they they drop new banners over top of the other ones, and it's Ring of Honor set. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, WWE used to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, production costs and everything else. I get it. But at no. the same time, if you're running a pay-per-view, yes. don't don't punch so me special. up with your with your Saturday show because yeah. of production costs. So especially when New York's one of your hot markets, you could have ran it there. Absolutely could have. So, yeah. All right. Enough with the negative. Let's hop on to some positive stuff. Before we get into a debate, which will probably bring more negativity. Um, Mount Rushmore's this week. Who wants to go first? I'm going to save mine for when we get into uh, predictions. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go. I'll uh, I'll put up uh, OG Bay, uh, Lil Debbie, for dropping the Christmas tree cakes early. Yes. Here for it. But, um, but you got mad because they only dropped the white ones and not chocolate. Yeah. That's Steve Taquan. Look, he's trying, to, he's trying to get back in the good graces. <laughs> Devlin to put. I personally I personally got judged at your store buying them yesterday. Well, because oh, it's yeah. so early. The, why are you buying Christmas? The cashier was like, Why why are you buy these before Halloween? I said I said to the guy, I was like, because if I don't buy them now, they're not gonna be here for Christmas. I saw the uh, little Debbie vendor come in. I was like, it's about time for those uh those Christmas trees, right? But he's like, I got them right here. I'm like, okay, going on break. <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it before they hit the floor. <laughs> he didn't even he's like, let me help him off the truck. He was he got standing by, hey yo, you know what? Stand down in the bottom. I'll go in and throw these down. Yeah, I was waiting for that Spider-Man, I was waiting for the Christmas trees. Yeah, you got it fresh. <laughs> Jason would be like that Homer Simpson eating the donuts mm-hmm. just right off the conveyor belt if he could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my real Mount Rushmore. I'll put it. I'll put a moment. It's it's the um, the backstage with Pearson and uh, 
Aldis. What's his name? <laughs> From last Pierce night. Pierce When Aldis kicked Jay out and, and gave, yeah. gave Pierce the business, like, bro, you're on my show. What are you doing here? Yeah. This could be the start of something interesting. Get off my block. Mm-hmm. Some real brand wars type stuff. Maybe bring back the review. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to see. A, instead of seeing like a Judgment Day versus Bloodline for War Games, I think we're going to see like a Raw versus SmackDown yeah. War Games. If they stay true to it, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be on board and okay with it. But we'll see. But I did like the animosity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what's the last time you had that? It's, it's been a while, so. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Good to see start refreshing. I mean, out of, out of everything that happened this week in pro wrestling, that's what you picked. So, okay. I mean, it's your Mount Rushmore. We're going to yeah, put it on the board. I'll go next. Um, Trick and Mellow pulling off the Sean and uh, Triple H. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> but, but what I really like of it, whenever they announce Trick, Trick's pop from the crowd. Man. Yeah. Man, Phil Brooks got to be mad about that. <laughs> that pop was better than that, boy. It had me out. My seat was like, man, whoop that trick. <laughs> but yeah. As soon as I seen Mello with the black leather and the black te- I'm like, uh, this is the barbershop. This is, yeah, the I'm like, this is the barbershop. This is, we're, we're doing this already? We're, we're, we're getting rid of Trick and Mello? Like, that's the last bromance that I don't want to see end right now. And they rushing it. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been I mean it has been they have been teasing it and that but I feel like we're just coming to a quick culmination of it. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're going if you're going to keep trick out for like 2 3 weeks and then have some anonymous as they show anonymous footage of it being mellow taking yeah. trick out. If they do it the All same right. exact way too. Was like, yeah, we enhanced the video on it, like what Sean did with Hunter. It was you. <laughs> Do you think this is finally after this is done? Maybe why they're rushing it is because Melo's going to get the call up in twenty twenty four. I mean, you got it. To me, this is his swan song, and what better way mm-hmm. to to end it than than putting your your boy over in the feud? You know, you do the honors, you go up to the main roster, debut at the Royal Rumble, and then you're off and running. Like I would if they if they take that route with Melo, then I'm fine with, with them doing that and have him start off 2024 that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Taquan>. <laughs> um my Mount Rushmore this week. Anybody got anything else for, for Trigger Mello? We good on that? Um I, I don't know how to categorize this. Um because it started off, you know, with just meat slapping meat um from pause uh matches, but I gotta go with just in ring work this week. Um in general. There's several matches this week that were just really good pro wrestling matches from across the board with different companies on different shows. And it started with Joe and Willie Mack last week. Those two went out there, did their thing. I'm glad Willie Mack is getting some some shine on a big stage because he's a true talent that a lot of people may not know about. Um, you had Omega and Fletcher. I thought that was going to be the match mm-hmm. of the night 
on Dynamite to begin with in match of the week. Then yeah, I really enjoyed Sheeta and Emmy. Um, you know, it just overall in ring wise this week, really good um matches across the board. So kudos to everybody that showed up this week. Um really enjoyed the bell to bell product of, of the matches this week from that standpoint. But Omega Fletcher, Joe Mac, those were probably my two standouts from the week that I enjoyed the most. I really liked um Brian Danielson, Christian Cage on, on collision as well last week. That they had a good match. They gave that time. I'm gonna throw on Gunther and Bron- uh, Bronson. I was gonna say Gunther and Bronson was the other one for meat slapping meat because those boys yeah. went out there. I knew that was gonna be just absolute physicality from the jump. Yeah. So and just testament of Gunther. Bronson's chest and arm, yeah, that was ridiculous. But when does Gunther not have a good match? Like, yep. I mean, I'll, I'll, steal, I'll steal the other. I'll steal the Brawling Brutes tagline. He just has banger after banger after banger. I mean, between him slapping Bronson around like that, and then the way Penta was lighting up Jay White in the opening yeah. match with some of them, they they had the, like a like a crowd only sound effect for Penta and Jay, where it was just like from inside the arena. And the sheer volume of noise that came off of those slaps. It's like, how is Jay White even standing right now? Because those were some of the hardest chops I've heard outside of Gunther. Like, it was ridiculous. But that that was another match that absolutely, you know, tore the house down for 20 minutes to start off the show. Anything else? Mount Rushmore-wise. Damn it, Taekwon. <laughs> nope. All right, let's get into Bound for Glory. Chris, you can go with your Mount Rushmore, and then we can break down the show itself. I'll get into it when we get to the match. Okay. All right. Okay, before we start, yeah. I'm over here giving myself high blood pressure because uh, <laughs> I made the popcorn. <laughs> I made the popcorn. I made the popcorn. A little too salty. I'm over here. <laughs> You are a little too salty sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this dude really popped popcorn for this segment of the show. My first time ever on the stove. On the stove. Well, you, did, oh, you did old school. Nice. Yeah. It tastes like three days old, but I tried. Guys, unbelievable. All right, sit there, eat uh, popcorn. T.O. Enjoy, enjoyed it. And he's about to choke. <laughs> Wrong pipe. That's what you get. <laughs> All Amen. right, uh, so for Countdown Done for Glory, they're doing the uh, Impact Hall of Fame, so there's no matches for that. Um, so that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to that tonight. So we'll kick things off. Eight matches on the main card. Well, wait, hold on. Before you go into the yeah. matches, the Hall of Fame for Impact this year, we got Tracy Brooks, one of the original knockouts, and then you have Mike Tanay and Don West going in um, for their commentary and work that they've done in the early TNA impact days of the show itself. I really miss listening to Mike Tanae call a wrestling match. Yeah. Like, I know Donald probably jumped for joy. I thought he was going to put Warlow on his Mount Rushmore for shoving Shivani down to the ground. Or Chris. <laughs> um, Man, that was terrible. Yeah. But um, 
No, this almost was my uh, jabroni of the week this week. <laughs> he almost, he almost was. But no, I I need to hear Mike Tanay call another match. I'm hoping and he calls I, the main event tonight. I I would love it if he actually shows up. It, it would pop like I would pop huge if he actually shows up and, and calls a match tonight. Like that would be icing on the cake because mm-hmm. he's. He's often forgotten about when you talk about the greats as far as announcers calling pro wrestling. The professor Mike Tanay was tremendous. Um, WCW and TNA. Enthusiasm, knowledge, ability to tell a story. Like he is one of those guys when you're talking announcers. And I feel a lot of people leave him off their list. But and Don West, you know, was a great counter to hit to him. Like that pairing worked tremendously. Um, Especially when West went heel, like that was that was great. Um, so yeah, no nah, kudos kudos to them, well deserved across the board. Um, so yeah, that'll be a, a good way to get the the show off to a, a good start there. Mike today taught me about Lucha Libre, in WCW days. That was before I tape traded or did anything like that. You know, that's where I learned. Like whenever he would call the cruiserweight matches and tell you yep you know ray mysterio from triple a or cmll wherever he was from you know back in those days and gave you their backstory and everything with that yeah so kudos to them all right let's get into it let's get this card broken down all right we'll kick things off with the 20 person call your shot gauntlet so jake something's number is going to be number one and dirty dango is number 20 15 people announced five spots still open dirty dango Announcing that he brought in Vladimir Kozlov to be his bodyguard because he defeated John Wick is such good shit. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was almost my jabroni last week. Why? How do you not like that? That's hilarious. We're bringing Kozlov back in 2023? <laughs> why not? We so got, why not? What? We got Santino being the GM. Like, <laughs> why not? We still got Sting. <laughs> old wash of legends. Why not? <laughs> well, we're going to throw around the legend? With <laughs> no, I'm not throwing around legends, but I'm just saying, like, hey, they throw everybody else out. Why not? Impact should do better. Impact needs to do better. I think, based on what I've seen from the show and where they're going, um, I think Dirty Dango might actually win this. So I'm I'm gonna ride with Dango, um, and pick him to be the victorious one here and be able to call his shot at whatever title he wants to go after i'm picking bully ray because i think bully ray got hogan uh creative control clause and uh back to back call your shot gauntlet when I- yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> something tells me he got hogan creative control clause i think he is looking i'm not 100 sure on that but i think he is looking. <laughs> i'm going jordan grace didn't she just return yeah yeah Oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought you was just eating popcorn. What are you getting predictions for? What are you doing? You can't eat your popcorn and predict and, and sit up and be engaged while we're breaking this down. You, you're going to be a spectator. Or you're going to be a participant. What is He's it? He's multi-talented. He can do both. This is, this is Jay's out to be able to eat on the show because we give him crap. For, for rapple cranking and everything else, ducking down, biting a brownie. Like, this is his way of saying, oh. It's free. My, my popcorn. No, you did it so you could eat live on the show. Don't lie. Work around. Yeah, work around. You found a loophole. Found a loophole. <laughs> yep, we got Taquan with another dango pick. There we go. 
Jason, I'm actually going with you. I'm going with uh, Jordan Grace. Um, I think Jordan, if Impact decides to go this route, I think she could be the next future AEW or AEW Impact <laughs> World Champion. <laughs> The, the truth shall set you free. Taekwon. I've been over here banging this damn drum for how long on this show, catching strays and bullets because I, because I'm a, an out-in-the-open impact wrestling fan. And you want to chime in and play along with everybody. And now, like Jason. because it's bound for glory. <laughs> oh, no, I watch the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Like, he's Playing the part right. Like I said, everybody's on the same boat. <laughs> exactly. I, I am curious to see who the, the five open will be. Like, you know, TNA normally pulls a nice little surprise or two out um, with their open spot. So we'll we'll see. I'm not putting that quote up, Taquan. Jesus, man, this guy. All right, what's next? <laughs> All right, we'll get into uh, Monsters Ball. Uh, PCO, Rhino, Steve Macklin, and Moose. A.K.A. my bathroom break. I thought PCO was done. PCO no, he's never he's coming done. back. Bully Ray can't kill him. He tried to kill him. He set him <laughs> on fire. He's he never yeah, done. He, like the Undertaker. Yeah, he, he's the Jason Voorhees of, of wrestling. He just keeps coming back. I'm actually – I'm going to go with Moose in this. Um Macklin and Rhino got their beef intertwined in this match. I think them two will take each other out. I got Moose. Moose. I'll go Moose. I think just with the recent stuff going on with the tag team with Moose, I think Moose is going to win this too. Haven't so, heard him in a while, so you know he needs a single. So one of the other three will win. <laughs> It'll be PCO. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a, that's like picking a bitch to lose a monster's ball match. <laughs> it makes no sense, but we all just did it. All right, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship MK Ultra versus Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steels. I'm hoping this is the catalyst to getting a Deanna and Tasha feud because I really want to see them two go at it and have a have a decent story feud. Um, I like Killer Kelly and and Masha together as a tag team. Um, I don't think it's time for them to drop the belts yet. At least not to just, uh, you know, we crap on WWE all the time for putting two singles co- competitors into a tag team and giving them the belts. I don't want Impact to follow that same storyline here. So give me MK Ultra to, to retain and keep the belts. Well, I think they're going to follow everybody else's storyline. Perrazzo and, and Steels will be champs, then they will fight each other. In every promotion right now, give me give me Kelly and uh, Marsha Slammer just because I'm enjoying Kelly on my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew it had to be had to be one. Had to be one, had to be one of the four. <laughs> Steve, safe watching as you. I don't see the point of just doing Diana Perazzo and Tasha Skills as champion just because it's bound for glory. Um, but Donald, I see where your logic's at with that too. But I'm gonna still say MK Ultra retains. Uh, na- next, we'll head into the Impact World Tag Team Championship uh, champs, the Rascals versus ABC. This is on my short list for matching tonight. I think these four dudes are gonna have a hell of a tag team match. 
I thoroughly enjoy both tag teams. Um, the Rascals, they've been good for how long they've been together. I enjoy the, the different presentation of the Rascals this go-around. It's not just the, you know, up-in-the-treehouse Rascals um, looking for, for RVD. Um, got a different, different spice to them, mm-hmm. so to speak. And then Austin and Bay, ABC Club, like, those two work so well together. They're so creative when it comes in the ring. This match, there'll be something in this match that just makes you go, holy shit, based on the creativity of these four guys. Um, but I got I got ABC in this one. ABC. ABC. Same one go around. ABC's cashing in their uh, Feast or Fire briefcase here for this match, so I think this is their moment. But... Definitely, I agree. On the short list to have match of the night contender right here. Time to not fire. that one up either. Feast of Fire, who got fired? Um, what was his name, Steve? Uh, Joya, the other. Joe Hendry, and what was the other guy's name? Yeah, oh. it was um, uh, the guy that was over here for his excursion. Yeah, um, from New, New Japan. Japan. Why I'm blanking right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm blanking too. But he wasn't over here long. Uh, up next, we got Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. Another so match that be a match oh, from what earlier in the year, multiverse or whatever. Yeah, it was supposed to be on the the the, the first multiverse uh, madness between Impact and New Japan. Uh, but I believe Osprey was hurt at the time. Yeah, so he wasn't able to wrestle. This is another one that obviously shortlist for matching tonight with these two. If you're not familiar with Mike Bailey, definitely watch his match. He's like on the shortlist of the top talents that is like this new generation of pro wrestler. And he doesn't look like much when you first look at him, but he gets in a ring and is flat out amazing as far as what he does. And Osprey is Osprey. To me, Osprey is on the short list for wrestler of the year. And I know he won't get the votes for it, but you look at his, you look at his resume this year and I will put it up against anybody in any company as far as wrestler of the year, hands down with the matches, the people he's defeated, the feuds he's had, what he's done in ring. He has been on fire literally all year long. And I don't expect it to stop here. I got, I got Osprey for the win. Osprey is my number one wrestler of the year so far, and right and right after him is Dominic Mysterio. But <laughs> but in this match, I'm thinking uh, Osprey's going to do the job for Mike Bailey. Since it's bound for glory. Hey, oh, wow! You got you got you got a New oh. Japan. Well, I mean, typically Impact squashes New Japan in these matchups, which I don't know why you want to have a partnership where nobody from New <laughs> Japan wins, but. <laughs> You got Mike with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Interesting. Speedball wins. That's a huge feather in his cap for this year. Yeah, like, why not? So, but definitely, this is a this is a can't miss match on this card. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Osprey. I was thinking Bailey, but I'm gonna go Osprey. I don't see it. Okay. I thought you would have just picked Bailey for the other Bailey. And that's how you would tie that. <laughs> <WWE. laughs> yeah. What well, Uncle Ruckus, no relation. Mike Bailey, no relation. <laughs> uh, by Mount Rushmore this week, 
uh, Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. from uh, Royal Quest 3 last Saturday. Incredible match. Um, you know, but did I expect anything less from those two in the main event spot? That, like, there's, I know we, when we match of the year, like when we we're coming up the end of the year, when we do our, our Mount Rushmore's for the year, um, I don't want to live in recency bias as far as like putting it just up there clear cut, but that one's going to be hard to keep off the list because they absolutely crushed it. I could see, um, I could see the contender for it for sure. So, yeah. And what you guys said, Will Ospreay has had that hell of a year so far. And Will Ospreay this week came out and said that impacts on his list after his contracts up with new Japan in 2024. So, if Impact's really trying to get him, I think Osprey's going over in this match. Donald, I like your thought. You know, definitely would make things interesting and put Mike Bailey on the map a little bit more, but I think Osprey's got this one. It's hard to go against him right now with the year he's had. Next. Next, we'll head into the X Division Championship. Saban versus Kenta. Another match. Another match that can be matching a night like this. The card is stacked. Like if if everybody hits on these matchups, you never really know until they get in there. Like, should Osprey and Bailey be a slap? Absolutely, but you never really know. The chemistry mm-hmm. may be off. Mm-hmm. It may not work. Um, I expect this one to be a complete show stealer with these two. Kenta is one of my favorites, regardless of promotion, and Saban has been consistent, damn near his entire career. So I don't I this is this is where the impact New Japan thing comes in, Donald, where impact always wins. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see Kenta go over here. Um not sure that they would do that based on it being for the X division title. Probably have save and retain, but I would like to see Kenta here and get a little run and impact himself. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I want to see Kenta win, but I highly doubt it. Saban to retain. Give me Kenta. I'm going to go with that, too. Give me Kenta. Maybe let him stick around till they usually do, what, hard to kill in January, I think, after Bound for Glory. So, no. Even if it's just a small run, give me Kenta. Something different. They could tease that, tease that punk return. Who? Or oh, that punk debut. Who? <laughs> There's some logic thinking there. Yeah. I mean, if, if Kenta <laughs> wins with a go to sleep and you hear a call to personality hit, like, that's a hell of a moment that'll set the internet wrestling community up in arms. AEW couldn't pull it off, but Impact does. New Japan couldn't pull it off, but Impact's the one that we get the, the face-to-face with the go-to-sleeps. Impact would put out a brand new top 50 moments, and that would be number one next year. <laughs> <laughs> it with the way WWE just yeah, exactly. WWE, yeah. <laughs> If you can bring in Phil and uh and Osprey, I'll put some butts in the seats. On one person. I highly doubt yeah. it, but hey. On one person. Yeah, pe- people made the stretch. Did you see the, the, the stretch that people did with, with CM Punk's Instagram post with the no. with the tape and the blood on on the tape? So he did a shot of like his forearm down and it it was like all bloodied up with the X on it on his wrist on his top of his hand. And somebody did like the over the overlay of the blood that was on the arm and it had the letters bfg 
I'm like, come on, that's that, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. The Photoshop, boy. We're talk about grassy no conspiracy. Not here. I saw uh, I saw a pro post yesterday though that uh, Ace Steel's working production for Bound for Glory tonight. So who like who has the time to like to pick up on these cues? Like you see Jay right. do the go to sleep, or you see Jay do the clobber in time thing. It's like ah, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Old quote like, no, from he, 40 years ago. The IWC has all the time in the world. Uh, <laughs> Bob Backlund back in 83 he said pump. <laughs> it's a fish with WWE. I think the, I think the Simpsons did an episode on punk too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. they did. Uh-huh. They called this back in 92. What was that season 11? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, that's another match of the night contender for sure. All right, up next we got Impact Knockouts World Championship Trinity versus Mickey James. I like the matchup. I just wish there was a little bit more meat on the bone, so to speak. Like I want a little bit. More, I, I wanted more story with this, given the history between the two women and how you could tie in old things. Their paths never really crossed, but there was a lot there to play off of, and I just wish there was a little bit more than what they gave, and I understand why they did the way that they did it. Um, Does it take away from the match a little bit for me? Yeah, it does. Do I think they'll both go out there and do what they do? Yeah. I am very interested to see Trinity in this match and just see if she can, like, up her game because, you know, Mickey's a standard, like – She's been there, done that, around, in and out, everywhere she went. Like, can you elevate yourself to that level? And I don't know if we've seen Trinity have to elevate herself to the level of somebody above her yet. So, I got, I'll go with Trinity retaining here. um, And hopefully it's a true coming out moment for her. I, I thought Mickey James was retired. <laughs> Did she lose the belt or uh, had to vacate it? She had to vacate the belt. Vacate the belt because she got injured. Mm. I still go with Trinity. For the way. Give me Mickey. I'm going with Trinity. Were there, oh. there a few that she was supposed to finish? Was it her and Perrazzo? I mean, her and Diana was the main few. Yeah, they've had a few runs. They've had theirs. They had. They've had their their blow off, um, so to speak. Okay. I'm not mad if they run that back because I enjoyed yeah. those two in the ring together. Um, but I need I need Trinity to step up and show that in the ring she can be one of those talents. Mm-hmm. And Mickey's a really good test for her in mm-hmm. that instance. So, Let's see everything you said. I agree with on that. So, but I'm I'm going to I don't need to see Mickey time stamp that time time stamp that I'm gonna play that on a loop. I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, and hit play. Steve, I really agree with everything you just said. Thanks, <laughs> you can wake up to that, it's cool. Start the day off positive. <laughs> yeah. All right, so All right. we'll get into the impact world championship main event time. Alex Shelley, Josh Alexander. These two had a hell of a match last year when they wrestled one another, and Alexander won. We know Josh coming back off the injury, never never lost the title. 
I thoroughly am enjoying this run from Alex Shelley. I didn't think he'd be able to carry the carry the weight as being the guy, but I think Shelley has done a tremendous job as champ. He's had really good matches. Um, with that being said, I wasn't expecting him to hold on to the title as long as he has. I thought he'd be more of a transition guy, but I've enjoyed his run. However, you got to put the belt back on Alexander. He's your he's your numero uno. Mm-hmm. And the one guy in that promotion that you can put him up in the ring with with anybody else from any other promotion and go, okay, Impact could realistically win this match. So give me the walking weapon to get his belt back and start another run as champ. Alexander should get the belt back, but I'm going with Shelly to retain. I want to see Alexander do his uh, chase again for the belt. Didn't they both drop the belt around the same time, him and Mickey? They're both right in the wrongs. I'm going to go with uh, whatever my man's name is. There's, there's two. It's right there's below. There's two. It's right below. Like Three? Read the screen, bro. It's not below. It's not on mine. This, this is why you need to just sit there and eat your damn popcorn. You li- it's not on my screen. literally said both men's names how many times I'm between the three of us, and you just blank out. It's a break. I don't know what. I can't think of it. You just said it, and I can't think of his name. Josh Alex Alexander. Shelley and Josh Alexander. I knew Shelly. I couldn't think of Alexander. And I'm listening to everything we're talking about. <laughs> I know it's history. I know he got injured. He had to vacate the belt. I, we said it, it just brain fart. I couldn't get it out. All right, matching tonight. Who you got? Because there's a lot. I, like I'm, 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 I'm going with all Alexander. What you guys said. But. Oh, I, I, see, Jason got me so frazzled. <laughs> not remember names. I thought you had already given your pick. <laughs> I'll go to um, the men's tag match. Rascals ABC. Is this the first, looking up and down the card, is this the first uh, Bound for Glory in a long time? We're not having an Ultimate X match or something like that, or a ladder match? Seems like that's always like what kicks off. It's always something staple like that. Yeah. I mean, they just did an Ultimate X, you know, a couple weeks ago for Impact 1000. That could be why they're not doing it, but. I think that's why you Monsters got Monsters Ball, ball. <laughs> because that's you know a, a tried and true classic for Impact. So, but that's good, you know. Hey, all traditional matches. You know, if we would have got like King of the Mountain or Lethal Lockdown, I think I'd have been like, all right, we're going a little too far here. But Monsters Ball being the the one true gimmick match of impact on this card i i'm okay with that mm-hmm. given how the rest of the card is laid out yeah so donald you got the tag match yes jay or chris good saving kenta saving kenta all right i'll go with uh osprey bailey yeah, I, w- I I had Osprey Bailey book- bookmark and check this match of the night as soon as it was announced for this card, and that was before the rest of the card was laid out. Even so, I feel like you're going to see four to five matches tonight that 
if you really watch really and pay hit. attention, yeah. that are going to have people talking <clears throat> because of how good they are. So, Impact normally stands up. They deliver. Not no no pun intended um, with stand and deliver. Um, so yeah, you ain't got nothing else to do tonight. Tune in to Impact. It's worth your while. Pay per views solid. They don't miss. So, and it's the biggest show of the year for them. So I guarantee you, each one of those talents are going to want to go out there and and maximize and yep. put on the best show possible. There's a question there. Do you think Bound for Glory is still their biggest event? Because I feel like the past maybe two or three years, Slammiversary has gotten a little bit more of the rub for Impact to be the, their biggest show. Like, I feel like they've put a lot more focus on that one than they have Bound for Glory lately. I feel like I feel like that trend started back to whenever the Good Brothers, and this is, yeah, got released and they brought them in at Slammiversary. Um it's like the big free agent signing acquisition, and you from I think from then on you could start to see a little bit of the shift there. This year, from Slam Anniversary to now, I feel like impact I feel like Bound for Glory feels more like their biggest show based on the card that they have laid out, plus with the Hall of Fame induction. Mm-hmm. Like the people that they picked this year, it just feels like it's more bound for glory, but you can definitely make the argument that Slam Anniversary is up there for them. It's it's like the WWE with Survivor with WrestleMania and SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like WrestleMania is still WrestleMania. I think Bound for Glory is still Bound for Glory, but some years SummerSlam is a bigger and better mm-hmm. show, and Slam Anniversary is the same way. So week week in and week out, you know, Impact. There's hits and misses for me, um, but this year between Slam Anniversary. Uh, Impact 1000 and Bound for Glory. It's definitely the most interest I've had lately in Impact. It's been their their best run. And maybe not best is probably not yeah. the right way to categorize it. They but at least kept interest going in, in this buildup, I felt. There wasn't no law. Like, I didn't feel like, all right, Bound for Glory is coming up. Like, let's start booking it. No, they've they've kept They've kept you interested that, that entire time. I was a little disappointed uh, this week. You know, I, I felt like they they had a chance to shine, and they have a chance to be different than a lot of promotions. You know, the way they run, and I just felt like their go home show just sets the trend with everybody else's go home shows. It just it was a show, and I'd like to see them. Back in the day, they actually used to hype up the Bound for Glory go home show, and I'd like to see that again. But you know, who does you know that what it, anymore? Really. You know what it is, and this is just based off of how they how they tape and how they do things. The show after the pay per view is the one that gets all the hype, mm-hmm. and they like promote well after Mania. Yeah, they promote they promote matchups for that show and everything prior to the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like, so you watch the pay per view, and then they go in and they they tape that show the next day because they got everybody there, and they kick off and do the rest of their tapings. But that show is normally the one that gets more hype and promotion than the go home show, just based off of how they have to do things. Because the go home show is taped out so far in advance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's audibles called with certain things and that based on injuries or stories, but you're normally they're not taping those live. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. which coming <clears throat> off of that, I'll give, I'll give a little preface. 
I have an idea for impact in 2024 when we do our predictions at the end of the year. And that'll kind of tie in with that. All right. Um, before we get into the debate, that's that's the Brown for Glory predictions. Hit us up social media at Dunmark's Pod. Let us know who you got, what matchups, and your match of the night. Chris, did you come prepared with your homework assignment, or do we have to wait for another week? Oh, Jade Cargill wasn't even in my top 25 things to worry about this week. <laughs> All right, so tune in next week for Chris's homework assignment. This is going to turn into a gimmick. This is going to turn into a gimmick. I'm out of town this upcoming week, so probably not. Yep, so yep, it's definitely a gimmick now. Um, we'll, we'll keep teasing that. Maybe we'll get that in 2024. <laughs> Maybe. All right. We got we got the I know the debate this um really wasn't a uh a list of mine per se, but we did get some news break this week as far as an announcement and we talked about the men, so we might as well get into the women. Hey, don't get don't get down on yourself. There's nothing wrong with with bringing in homework. There's nothing wrong with stealing somebody else's <laughs> Steve says it's like somebody said we're doing this list this week. Nobody said we're doing the list this week. <laughs> <laughs> we sent it over in the group chat and said, hey, the top 10. Didn't say we were doing it. <laughs> See, I told you he was spicy in the book. No graphic, no nothing. I'm just mad it wasn't my week because I was going to throw it up. <laughs> well, do you want to you save it? You want to save it? We're at hour 15. You want to save it? It's up to you guys. We can do it in this card. It's only, it's only 10. Let's do it. Riveting podcasting. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Just do it. <laughs> you want, we'll do the countdown. We got number 10, Jordan Grace. Hold nine. on. Before you run we- through the list, what are we even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Your segment. Go ahead. PWI <laughs> announced the top 10 for women's wrestler of the year. Um, Rhea Ripley. Spoiler alert, was it number one? We're going to run through 10 through one and debate just like we did with the men as far as who's there, who's not. Um, so, go ahead. With that being said, there you go. Did they release the rest of the list or did they only do the top 10 this week? I only saw a top 10. I, didn't, I only saw what but, y'all sent over. That was yeah. it. But again, I didn't go through to look to see the rest of the list either. I know like individual wrestlers were putting stuff out, like where they ranked. Like Lady Frost was. Um, out there, she was at 79, and there were some other people that was putting stuff out that I just follow um, regularly that I because of liking their work. But yeah, I didn't go in and actually check to see if the full list was up and out. All right, uh, number 10, Jordan Grace Impact, number nine, Camille NWA, eight, Willow Nightingale. AEW Ring of Honor, depending on where you put her. Uh, seven, Deanna Perrazzo Impact. Six, Athena, AEW Ring of Honor. Uh, Tam Nakano, which I believe was uh, Shimmer. Is that where she was from? Mm-hmm. Uh, four, Jamie Hayter, AEW. Three, Bianca Belair, WWE. Uh, two, I don't know if it will say uh, Julia. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but um, I think that she was from Shimmer as well. And then one, Mommy, Rhea Ripley, WWE. I mean, I have one argue league. number one? No, All I right. Well, we, well, hold on. You got to – what's the criteria? Because this freaking – I didn't see what this year's criteria Racket was, of dates. So. 
I know their their range, uh, much like the men's, is different than than what we would typically say as far as wrestler <laughs> of the year. Um, <laughs> I mean, based on based on their given range as far as the months work out, yeah, you can put Rhea up there. But as far as say like 2023, January through now, wrestler of the year, women's wise, I do not have Rhea Ripley as my number one women's wrestler. She hasn't wrestled. She wrestled at Mania. She's had a couple matches here and there, and that's it. She hasn't yeah. wrestled. Yeah, like she's three been matches more of an Italian. entertainer. <laughs> she's been more of an entertainer than a wrestler. And you're entertained. But that don't make you wrestler of the year. You're the talk of the talk. It don't make you wrestler of the year. Roman talks more than he wrestles. No one had a problem with him in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't number one. I didn't say he was number one. <laughs> I said nobody had a problem with him in the top three. <laughs> I got to go back and look at the tape and see what I said about Roman there. How is Marcia Slamovich in the men's and not in the top 10 10, uh, 10 of women? Mm, that was my point. point. It's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. Was she, that, there's a question there. Was she ranked with the women if, since she was ranked in the men's list? I don't know because I don't think we yeah. haven't seen the full list to know. My name, Camille at eight, or Camille at eight is, is low given her See, run. Uh, the continuation. I'm glad we did our homework on this to, to promote it for today. <laughs> yeah. Camille at eight is low. Given her run with the NWA women's title, she held it for over 800 days. I I don't know how you can hold a title for over 800 days and just put her at number eight, but I guess they did eight for 800. She was nine. Or nine. So they even downgraded her one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For me, Athene is too low. Yes. Yes. Bianca has been on TV for... Bianca's been off TV for how long? But again, this goes into their stupid date range. Probably yeah. goes in for next year then. Yeah. And just because Bianca was champ and had a run doesn't mean it was a great run. But I don't have a problem with Bianca, though. I think Bianca's a very talented performer. I mean, the matches Bianca had... With, but you could put Andrew's her in been there. off longer her. Again, goes back to yeah. the, their stupid <laughs> list because, yeah, Hater with her back. But, I mean, when Hater was there, she was on that trajectory to be in the top five. When did Hater overall? When did Hater get injured? Was it right before All In? Or was she off amount of time before that? Excuse me. She was off before that. She was off before that. Hey, Athena's too low. I'm going to bump her up. Camille, I think, is too low based on what she did overall. You can miss me with the level of competition bullshit as part of the criteria. Like, yo, you're the women's yes. champion and your promotion for over 800 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on now. They you want Grace out too? Grace, Grace was out, but that wasn't that was more to like contract and being up mm-hmm. and taking a break before she resigned and came back. She was doing some like weightlifting competitions with some time off too. Hey, counts as injury to me. Counts as time off. But, <laughs> I guess the I guess the most the most interesting thing in this list 
I think it's the first time since the four horsewomen were up on the main roster that none of them were in the top ten. Mm-hmm. No Becky, no Bailey, no Charlotte, no Mercedes. Surprise Becky isn't on there because she's been in the main event picture since, but everybody else is taking time off or or you're like Bailey paying a playing a uh, secondary role. Yeah. So I'm happy to see Willow at eight. Willow's had a really good year. Yeah, yeah. she has. Um, and why? Where's Jay Cargill? You had an undefeated no. streak. <laughs> TV. Did it last? When, when did that? When did that end? Double or nothing? Statlander beat her at double or nothing. Okay. Yeah. So majority. Yeah, of, of the majority. majority of the year. Criteria wise, she deserves yeah. to be up there. And she was a champ. So I'll say so, the, yeah. the I'll say the criteria I don't know probably ended July August so yeah it's only a couple few short months that she wasn't on majority of the time frame she she should have been champ yeah so I mean I I'm not too mad at the top ten but I do think there are some omissions as far yeah. as placement and as we always say too we don't none of us watch Shimmer so we don't can't argue the placement of those talents in there or you stardom know, but, like yeah, stardom. Stardom. yeah you're both yeah. stardom is that that's not the same right yeah they're both stardom yeah i think tune in next week Taquan. we'll do the bwi just for you <laughs> all right anything else <laughs> way to just we can can we edit that segment out in post and act like it never happened um <laughs> I will say uh, an honorable find out more. We can go back to it. Yeah. An honorable mention for jabroni of the week. And it ties directly into the individual that started the word jabroni. Did you see the freaking wax figure of the rock that got unveiled this week? (laughs) No, No, that was terrible. It looks more like the rock and the rock. Oh oh, yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. He is whiter than Chris. (laughs) My kind of rock. They said that's not Dwayne Johnson, that's Dwight Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's a huge miss from the individual. Like, some of those wax wax characters are terrible. Was that Madame Tussauds, or was that just some, like, jabroni wax maker? I don't know, but whatever it was, (laughs) he forgot to to add brown 40 to the paint mix because (laughs) he showed up. (laughs) He showed up white as can be. Is it the White Johnson? I lost it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Is that his next? Uh, is that his next role? White girls too. Yeah, white girls too. <laughs> yep. The White Johnson. That's hilarious. But yeah, that was my. Uh, that was my other runner-up for Jabroni of the week. All right. Anything else from the week that was? Pro wrestling or otherwise before we wrap up the show with some positivity. Uh, no, yes, boys winning by squeaky clean. You know, squeaky, squeaky clean. clean. <laughs> they did a they did a social media post of them two playing the, the board guess game. Who. Oh god. Guess who? And it is, oh, it is oh, one of the top ten man. moments of the week. Oh, <laughs> Again, stuff like that. Would be gold on TV. Yes. Sometimes they hit better on their social media stuff than they do on the actual TV programming. Yeah. 
I know. It's just like and it, uh, sad, very sad. Man, I think I think the I think the wrestlers have a little bit more input with the social media stuff. Probably. So they can ex- mm-hmm. they can show themselves more and express themselves more and it comes off better. Um because they have creative input into what's going on, you know. That's why I put on Dom. Well, I turned over to being a fan because he's he's hilarious. And all yeah, it takes him, is- and Rhea, him and Rhea showing up to the house for holidays was oh, just yeah, Thanksgiving oh, yeah. last year is what kicked it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, all right, that's the show, folks. Tune in each and every single Saturday live at eleven a.m. Find us on all social media platforms at Dumbmarks Pod. Email the show at Dumbmarks Pod slash G- at Dumbmarks Pod. Doc, what the fuck? At Dumbmarks Pod. Dot gmail. Dumbmarks Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting the at in the wrong place. Hey. <laughs> we're at that age now. Hey, we're at that age. Now. Dumb you know, it's, it's True story. So what happens when you drink a half a bottle of screwball tonight before the show? Um, you need to drink the screwball during the show. Maybe. ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod. Hit us up. Let us know. Tune in to Impact Bound for Glory tonight. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Pay-per-view will live up to the hype. And if not, you can come on here next week and bash me, but I'm going to come on here and bury Horowitz myself. Pause. Um, <laughs> and give myself all the credit. Steve says it every week just to get the credit at least one time. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that being said, a little positivity. Get yourself ready for Monday. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And with that being said, get out there, start, be great. Hit us up. Let us know. And until next time, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark Telemark. Y'all can catch us around the way. Bye-bye.